0: Welcome to Chirpcast, encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. Well, I did it. I tried not to, honestly, but it was just that those totes and boxes in our storage room, they were calling out to me like a never-ending song. And the song that it sung sounded a lot like jingle bells. So, out with the orange, in with the white flock trees. This year has felt like it's been about 38 months long, guys. And I'm ready for some joy. And I caved. So my farmer was sitting at his desk working away. And I casually walked through a few times, carrying a box or a tote to repack my fall items. He glanced up at me with a curious look and asked, What was I doing? I just smiled and continued on. The dead giveaway, however, was when I came back through with a couple of my Christmas village buildings. He just shook his head and asked, Really? It's not even December. We haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. And of course, my reply was something along the lines of hiding Easter eggs in our front yard while I was at it. You see, I love Christmas. Like, not just a little bit, but I'm a little obsessive and I go kind of overboard. I think we have about nine Christmas trees now around our home, and that doesn't even count the big Christmas tree that I haven't even put up yet. So I guess I should... Apologize to my family because I just kind of went nuts. I decorated the kitchen, the piano, the dining table, the hutch, um, the entertainment center, all over the living room, and I haven't even touched outside yet. It's going to be a thing. And it was actually such a thing the other day that I had put uh, a couple of things in my daughter's bathroom to decorate and make her bathroom seem a little bit more festive for the occasion. And she walked into the kitchen with a slightly irritated look on her face as she was trying to hurriedly get ready for something. And she says, mom, seriously, if you put one more Christmas item in front of the plug in the bathroom, I'm going to lose it. So (laughs) needless to say, I moved it and um, I had to relocate that lovely little Christmas tree and gnome that I had sitting in her bathroom. But that's okay. Not everybody is into Christmas as I am. I mean, honestly, I have been waiting for Christmas to be able to decorate for months now. I don't know what it was about this year. It seemed like the year was forever and ever, ever long. But the days seemed to go by really quickly. I don't know what that's about, but... It was really confusing, and here we are. So now that it is not even Thanksgiving, but almost Christmas, um, I can share with you the thing that I find most appealing about it, and that is joy. I love Christmas because it brings joy. And actually, I have a blog, and I've had for about six years now, and if you're interested and you would like to read more about my wild Life lessons. <laughs> Feel free to jump over to freebirdwords.wordpress.com. Like and subscribe, that would be awesome, as well as subscribing to my podcast because, you know, if nothing else, I think I'm a little entertaining. So I was writing actually as a blog entry first, so I'm sitting on the couch with my laptop, you know, happy typing away. And my farmer comes in and he says, hey, what you doing? And I said, I'm writing a blog. And he says, oh, okay. So he proceeds to read it. I wasn't very far into it. And he says, you know, this would probably make a really good podcast instead of a blog. And uh, he goes, you can explain it a little bit better. So here we are. And I am going to share with you what I was talking about. And it's the three little letters, J-O-Y. Joy is so elusive sometimes. I feel like sometimes joy is kind of like trying to catch snowflakes. It looks beautiful. It looks like something we want. We hold our hands out. We catch it. We look at this intricate little thing and it disappears. I think too often we do this with joy. Joy is... Something that we try so hard to hold on to. And just like a snowflake, the more you clench your fists, the faster it's going to go away. So I think that what I wanted to kind of share with you is a really simple question. How do you hold on to joy? So for me, like I uh, always say, I'm such a, a word nerd. And I think of other words whenever certain words pop into my head, like the word joy. So there are three words that come to mind. When I think of joy, I think of content, satisfied, and childlike. So with contentment, one of the other words that goes along with contentment is fulfilled. Being fulfilled and being content is a super awesome place. And for years and years, I felt like it was an island that I was trying to swim to, um, in the middle of the ocean, I was very discontent with my job. I was discontent with myself, um, with the way that I looked at myself, with the way I perceived other people. Um, I held on to grudges. I mean, I was not a great person to be around if I was being truly and fully honest. My husband has dealt with a lot of the ugly side of me. So, bless his heart for that. But I have found myself in a place currently, and for the last several months actually, um, that I am incredibly content. And I think that this has been not just like, you know, a one aha moment that I had, and it was like everything fell into place and it was perfect and happy and, you know, the end. That's not how it was for me. Contentment was a long, hard road, and I am so thankful that I am here. And Christmas always reminds me of the joy that I have found in Christ. And the whole story about the Virgin Mary and Joseph and how she had Jesus and brought him into this world in a stable with nothing. Um, He didn't come as a king. He came as the lowest and most vulnerable. And so whenever I think about contentment, I have to be reminded of how, you know, Mary had to be content with the position that she was in. I need to be content with the things that God has given me. Um, Psalm six three says, The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. God has done some pretty amazing things in my life. I dealt for a lot of years with depression that I kind of kept in my back pocket because I didn't want anybody else to have to deal with it I didn't want to be a burden to anybody else I didn't want it to be something that was like a cloud over my head when I was around other people and so I dealt with it on my own or I would lash out oftentimes at my dear farmer when he was trying to be very loving to me and very understanding and I didn't, I didn't allow him um, to be the man that he should have been in my life. And it was like that for a lot of years. And when I look back at those moments and those times, sometimes it's really hard not to be ashamed of how I acted and the way that I um, lashed out at him and didn't appreciate the love that he was trying to show me. And I found that When I look at the scripture, Psalm 126, the Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. I look back at those moments and instead of letting shame and guilt and disappointment in myself rule my life and my attitude, I am filled with joy because I'm so thankful that those times are in the past, those wounds and hurts have been healed, and I'm so thankful for what I have now. And so I'm looking at contentment with like a whole new set of eyes. Contentment is not having all the money in the world. Contentment is not having the perfect life, the perfect hair. Um, Because goodness knows curly hair is never perfect. I don't care who you are unless you have a team of people who are willing to fix your hair every day. It ain't going to happen. So I've learned contentment in a lot of different ways. Um, The other word that comes to mind is satisfied. Satisfied. Nehemiah 8:10 says, "The joy of the Lord is my strength." You know, if we're not satisfied, we can also become stagnant. And in California here, they've got this thing about stagnant water. And what happens whenever you just leave, say, like um, a bird bath in your yard and you leave water in it for far too long, it becomes stagnant, and it attracts mosquitoes. Okay, so if we follow this little bunny trail here, mosquitoes like to suck blood. (laughs) So I think there are certain times when we become stagnant and we will attract joy suckers. We will attract things that seem to just pull the life right out of us. And I don't mean that in some weird, like supernatural type thing. I'm talking about, like, literally, we're depressed, we're unhappy. We're just kind of here, sort of shrug your shoulders, whatever. It is what it is. And this is just life. And we have no joy, we have no contentment, and we have no desire to be fulfilled unless we get everything perfect handed to us exactly the way we want it. I don't want to attract things that are going to suck the joy out of my life. Um, I want to, in fact, be the thing that spreads joy. And so that's kind of one of the reasons why I think that I go so overboard in our home is because I want the joy that I feel about Christmas and about Christ, I really want that to kind of permeate out. And it has to start on the inside. You know, I've heard it said, joy is an inside job. You know, everything on the outside can look and feel and be quote unquote perfect. But if we're not actually having that type of attitude being cultivated on the inside, you're only going to fake it for so long. And I did that. You can only fake joy and happiness and smiles and everything's great and it's wonderful. But let me tell you, whenever it's genuine joy, the next thing comes to mind for me is childlike. Not childish, which is very different, but childlike. Um, Childlike joy is the kind that like, is jumping up and down, clapping their hands, excited. I was actually uh, spending some time with my nephew Sharky and my niece Lola. And I love how excited they get about the simplest things. My mom and I took them to the store, and um, of course, um, of course, I had to buy them stuff. So we're standing in line, and they have these little, I guess they're called squishums. And so they're like these little rubber toys, water filled and you squeeze them and that's pretty much all they do. And they also pick up cat hair, side note. So they're holding these little balls and they don't know what's inside. It's a surprise. And so we get out halfway across the parking lot. Of course, they're ripping the plastic off of them, trying to open them. And I'm like, don't drop them in the dirt. And so they finally get them open and they were so excited Granted, they're little, but they were excited. It was the element of surprise, and it was, like, the joy on their face. And it was so funny because, you know, as, say, Lola being three, you know, I have no idea what goes on in that little cute head of hers, but I know that everything is exciting to her. Do you want to read a story? Yes, let's read a story. Do you want to go outside and play? Yeah, let's go outside and play. Like, everything is exciting. And I want to be childlike. Just like that, when it comes to my relationship with God, when it comes to spreading his love and his joy to other people, I want that to be a genuine thing. Um, The last scripture that I found, which by the way, I looked up how many times is the word joy used in the Bible. And depending on the uh, version that you have, it's over 200 times the word joy is used And so I found this one, Psalm 35, nine, and it says, and my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It doesn't say, and my soul will be joyful because my bank account is full. It says, I'm going to be joyful in the Lord. So where your strength comes from, Nehemiah 8, 10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. When he is your strength, he is also the provider of your joy. So I guess the question that I had thought about earlier, how do you hold on to joy? How do you keep it? How do you not let that snowflake melt in your hand? Well, again, it's an inside job. Joy has everything to do, I think, with perspective and gratitude. When we are grateful for what we have, when we can be grateful for whether it's a small amount of something or it's an abundance of something, it's all in perspective And that's whenever the joy comes, whenever we find ourselves being grateful for what we have. And let me tell you, when I have sat down, and actually I did this um, over the last few months, I have really been contemplating just how good God is and how he has given me so much in my life that I am like totally undeserving of. My family that I have, my husband, um, the way that he loves me, the way that he treats me, the way that he provides, he is the best blessing that I could have been given. And the way that God has provided, it sort of opened my eyes to all of the things that I'm grateful for. I am grateful for the sound of laughter coming um, from my daughter's bedroom when she's talking on the phone with her friends. I am grateful for the way that when my family gets together, that we hug each other so tight. I'm thankful for The provisions that God has given us when we thought, I don't know if we can pay that bill. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, look, it's payday. (laughs) Um, You know, like God has just done so many things. And it's all about perspective. Joy really is an inside job. It has to be something that we're able to hold on to with open hands. You can't hold joy so close that you squash it. You want to be able to have your hands open with joy and say, I'm thankful for what I have and what I have I want to share with others. And when we do that, it's like joy grows exponentially. And it's so awesome to be able to see the smile on somebody else's face whenever you share joy, even if it's something small, like just a small conversation standing in line at the grocery store. I've had that happen and people are like, wow, you know, you have a great day. And just being able to respond back with, you have a good day too, or a smile when we're not wearing a mask, which I hate, side note. Um, But what brings you joy? Clearly, I've shared my heart and what brings me joy. And if you don't know by now, you are not listening. So I want you just to think for a little bit as the end of the podcast comes to a close here. What brings you joy? And how can you share that with someone else today? I hope you have a great day and we'll catch you later. Bye.